0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Concast. Uh, We're recording a special one today for a couple reasons. Uh, One is that today is the 16th Conniversary. Two is that today is the day that we finally update the Final Fantasy VI section on the site that hasn't been updated since 2002, I believe. Yeah. And three is because I am actually taking a vacation, so I won't be around to record on our usual schedule, and this is my lazy cop-out way of getting around that for a while.
1: And four, welcome back, DP, to the ConCast. Yes. That
2: doesn't it's been months, count as a thing. I'm, oh, come on. I... You, be <laughs> quiet, Josh. you be quiet, You be quiet. Yeah. Gonna... And five, we're legal in the UK. <laughs> Yay,
0: Yay! That's right, yeah. Uh, Sixteen Six... years Con <laughs> has been around today. Isn't that exciting for nobody?
2: So, ladies, if you're interested, <laughs> I am the UK representative officially, so give me a call.
1: So, happy yeah. 16th anniversary. Conniversaries
3: are
2: exciting. Is that there jelly?
0: There's always jelly UK version of jelly Not American
2: Good That's all I wanted
0: A jelly mold In fact It has a stapler in it
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: See everybody well, On both coasts it Get that tippet. reference
1: Oh no, I didn't get it
0: <laughs> Yeah You probably didn't Actually know what a jelly was At first That's okay Anyway, Final Fantasy VI. <laughs> right. <laughs> we've, we've updated the coverage. I mentioned that a little bit in the last Concast, so all of you people already know that it's coming today. But uh, it's awesome. Like everything, it took us pretty much right up until the very point of launch
3: to get the uh, all the bugs worked out. But it That's should just be awesome. just more fun, though. Is it? It's more fun that way.
0: No, it's really not. You, your part of this was done like three months ago, DP. You don't exactly. get to say how fun the crunch time was.
3: Exactly.
2: The whole thing around it just makes me think of that old Simpsons where Homer goes to adopt someone, and uh, he says, "What are your reasons for adopting, Mr. Simpson?" I'm like, "Don't say revenge. Don't say revenge. Revenge." <laughs> All right, I'm getting out of here. And that's our reasons for doing a new section.
0: I didn't say we were doing a new section. I just said we had con work to do.
2: Well, that's our reason for doing con work. Yeah. Okay, there we go. All right, we're gonna cut that out. <laughs>
1: no, I'll probably
0: leave that because entertaining. What? All right. It's another history
1: section, yay! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Kaylin thinks this conversation is hilarious. She's right. she, She's, she's right. beating yeah. the snot out of me with her lightsaber right now, which is what she actually thinks is hilarious.
2: Kaylin is You need a snot, too.
0: <laughs> so yeah, so, yeah, yeah in honor of the nice. anniversary, and in honor of uh, relaunching Final Fantasy VI for the anniversary, we're going to talk a little bit more about Final Fantasy VI today.
2: Eventually. Eventually, yeah.
0: yeah. No, we're going to kick that off pretty soon, because this is going to be a shorter Concast than usual. I decree it. So, we'll yeah. see. <laughs> Who has a good memory about playing Final Fantasy VI
3: that they'd like to share to start us off? Well, the uh, first time I played was was kind of, I guess, unique for me. I had played Final Fantasy X and then Final Fantasy VIII, uh, so it was only my third Final Fantasy.
0: Sure, the natural progression. <laughs>
3: <laughs> exactly. Well, because the
2: I was so, I was sitting how, there how and
3: on? uh I decided well, Final Fantasy VII is like eight hundred dollars to buy, you know, back on eBay before they put it up on the uh before they put it up on uh on uh PlayStation Network and all that stuff. And yeah. <laughs> for whatever reason I'm like, nah, the the graphics in Final Fantasy Nine just aren't doing it for me. So <laughs> so I went with six. Uh, oh, <laughs> uh graphics bitch. But uh well see that I don't know. I wasn't feeling the style. I like it now, but for whatever reason. Um, it's just
2: kind of funny that you'd reject FF nine but like exactly. FF six somehow. Exactly, <laughs> exactly <laughs> why I mentioned it.
3: Um, and so uh, I I got Final Fantasy six. It was maybe half a year. My family was uh was living in a duplex. It was very cramped, and so we had like stuff we hadn't fully unpacked and stuff everywhere. And the only TV we had uh, at the time was with you know like a twenty inch screen. So it was built for Final Fantasy six. I don't know. It just—it was—it was very weird because it, it, the entire time just kind of felt a little bit like going back in time in general. Uh, and so uh, it, it just seemed—I uh, don't know—sort of fitting, I guess. We didn't have a computer hooked up then either. I was biking to the library in order to uh, go online to uh, *Caves of Narsh to post.
0: That is a pretty good memory because it involves *Caves of Nars*.
3: Yes. yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. Well, because I, I actually used *Caves of Nars* for help on that. So that was—that was actually the summer when I first became a member of *Caves of Nars* too. So.
0: Tittles, how do you feel about somebody using the old Final Fantasy VI section to get help on Final Fantasy Six?
2: <laughs> well You poor poor worst. soul. There's yep. worse sections out there. I mean could be that website we used to be affiliated with that just said content goes here, but I'm sure if a uh, you three years for not three years, however many years it is uh, away from that, were to come and find the section now starting to play Final Fantasy VI. They yeah. would be in uh, in much better shape. But yeah, I've got to have. Uh, there's a bit of nostalgia for the old section for me because I, if if it really hasn't been updated since 2002, that was kind of stuff I did in crunch time back when I was a productive guy. About well. How many years ago is that? About 11 years ago?
3: Yes. Tiddles was productive once.
0: Oh, Tiddles was an animal back in the I'm day. I'm kidding. I, I, an
2: animal. I built Con 5, the original version, with my bare hands in about a month. <laughs> how you know? dare you? I constructed it out built of sticks and
3: leaves. You, you I, did I built the broken parts. You,
2: you did the design and you did a lot of the concept and the structure and how it fits together, but a lot of the kind of grunt work of putting all the programs t- together, I really yeah. hammered out in the summer holiday. I,
0: I think I did virtually all of the data entry for the first yes, version of Final Fantasy VI, true. which is probably why it's so bad.
2: I did very little data relatively entry. Bad um, entry. We really didn't know how to use MySQL very well at the time, either. Oh, no!
0: <laughs> Nor PHP! <laughs> no. Trust me, I've been going through the old PHP files and to make them you know, work for the new stuff, and yeah, bad, bad yeah. things.
3: The new section Just, is the... it is really good, though. That I think we have mentioned this on previous Concasts I've been on, but the, definitely the, the quality of it is is really impressive. Really, the, the walkthrough and then all the, the side stuff too. So that
0: it's will a really be good.
2: Trumpets idea. or anything, but
0: <laughs> well, that's not why people listen well... to the Concasts. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I listen to the Concast. But
2: anybody else have
3: else... any have any good uh, Final Fantasy six stories?
2: Well, I was just thinking while well, you were talking about yours. I mean, you're. You obviously started with 10, and you're a big Final Fantasy X fan, and I'm always missed. Oh, oh, Final Fantasy X. All you do is first. walk in a straight line and press one button. But actually, Classic. the beginning of Final Fantasy six, literally, you do just walk up, and if you want to, you can just press attack for the whole time until you yeah. beat with Tritok. It's the total embodiment of everything I complain about with FF10. And yet, I actually like F6 a lot better for whatever reason. <laughs> That's because it doesn't take you. Kind of an hour of doing that before anything more interesting happens, and it is kind of a neat and mysterious opening. which so I suppose ten is as well, but, uh-huh. but whatever, man. Net- whatever, man. But
3: no, I think I think one of the reasons why we were chatting earlier, and and you mentioned that it seemed like Final Fantasy VI is like everyone's second favorite game, and I think yes. <laughs> I think the reason for that might be that it there there are so many different aspects to it. Like there there's sort of that walk straight and then just click X type thing, but there's also um i mean there's a large open world segment there's you know there's a there's a a really big section where you're switching around parties and all that kind of gameplay type yeah Yeah, it does have quite
2: a lot of variety for uh, a kind of what we've come to expect of a quite sort of you know hemmed down final fantasy style game and if you if you're a fan of that kind of the gameplay styles that have evolved out of Final Fantasy up to that point. It's kind of it's a neat mixture of, of what they've yeah. developed before as well, because you've got the you've got the summons that are attached to the people and the learning magic. But at well, the same I mean, time, everybody can learn magic, but everybody has their own skills. So you've kind of got a mixture yeah. of a class system. Yeah, and I, an I, open yeah. system.
1: Well I, I think that is part of what makes FF six special, because it really it was um I mean, all the previous Final Fantasy games had uh, either specific chara- had specific characters that can only progress one way, or a class system or that weird FF2 system that I despise. But this but um, FF6 was the only one that tried to, you know find that happy medium between total fr- uh, freedom and sort of linear character growth, because every character has their set stats, but you can adjust stats with Espers, and every character can learn magic, but also has a unique sk- skill set and yes. they give tremendous variety with 14 available playable characters by the end game. Each character has,
3: you know, sort of a different a different story option to them as well. So it's it's not yeah. even just you've got <laughs> the party growth, but you also have a lot of focus on each character as an individual which I think in some other games you you get less of individual personalities in order to have sort of like party chemistry. So I think that does it too, but even in in battle say how you've got I mean say, performing a blitz is very different from, you know, uh, doing
1: slots or... Yeah, the character's personality sort of reflects in their gameplay. Yeah.
2: Well, you know an interesting thing, I've just been thinking about it. You often find with game series, they will sort of reach a point, at a level of technology almost, and then kind of go off and do something slightly different. And if you think about, say, the Elder Scrolls series, they had Morrowind, which was this kind of big expansive thing and then with Oblivion they kind of refocused it a little and changed the way things worked and Grand Theft Auto for instance San Andreas kind of evolved very much based on the existing GTA 3 and Vice City into this kind of big amalgamation of everything in them and then they went with a sort of more focused story with GTA 4. FF6 is kind of like this is everything we know about Final Fantasy so far. It's like we know how to use the SNES we know the technology we're going to do some cool graphics but we're not going to do anything kind of really massive with it. We're just going to take a big amount of stuff that we think you'll like, that we think is good Final Fantasy and we're just going to throw it all in a game and it's going to be it's that kind of big collection epic thing well, it's it's, uh, a kind of it's, you know,
1: it's, it's an amalgamation, experience. but I think it also got a little bit experimental because there are there isn't really anything like those multi-party segments or those party switching segments in prior Final Fantasies, and there's no, nothing switchable. and there's I mean there's nothing like Blitz or Rage or Sword Tech in yeah. uh, in prior Final Fantasies, even though I mean sure. there, there are Blue Magic in ones, but the Blue Magic is yeah. lower in FF six. So it, but it's, in a way, I, that, that, like, that's
2: partly a consequence of saying right, we're gonna just blitz how many characters do you think we're going to give you more characters than that and giving them all <laughs> unique skills almost leads to this kind of we're going to invent more skills as part of that we're going to we're going to give you yeah. an opportunity to use multiple parties it, it all kind of links into the way it was not it was less of a kind of let's experiment down a path and more a let's just be slightly epic about every single thing in the game The amount of items, the amount of accessories, the amount of equipment. It's all just big, and I love it.
0: I I think that is a paradigm that they really had on every console, at least up through the PS1. I think most people would consider, even before the remakes, Final Fantasy III to be the best of the Famicom Mm. Final Fantasies. I think people consider Final Fantasy VI to be the best of the... SNES ones, I think yeah. there's a ton of people that consider 9 to be the best of the PSX ones, but well, of certainly. that, I think people, you know, if they look at those three tiers, for the time, I think Final Fantasy VI is head and shoulders above both of those other games.
3: I would agree, and I think I think you yeah. are, I can't speak to the, uh, the original Nintendo, uh, those three games, but certainly I think for the PlayStation ones, I think you might be onto something there, because... If you look at six, I think it does do sort of what tittles described, sort of like okay, we had that big stuff, but now we've got this new technology and and you know we you can't really there's nowhere you can go from you've already done the big thing
2: The interesting thing about the playstation generation is is where it it sort of splits apart slightly from the analogy is I think josh is right it it is technically in most respects probably the best one but what they did with the PlayStation series was they all have kind of a slightly different focus and demographic and theme and, you know, a different set of people that the story appeals to, and that's that's probably why you see less kind of galvanized opinion behind FF9 being the best of the three, but I, as I say, I think technically in the way it's built, in the way it's executed, certainly in the way they actually managed to get someone decent to translate it for once, it <laughs> it is 100%. And if you look even if you compare something like the character polygon models between 8 and 9, you know, 9 is streets ahead. Mm-hmm. And you well, can and just see 8 people...
3: was majorly ahead of 7, of course. I mean, yeah,
2: in many ways, but the 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 thing with the thing with it was I can see people preferring eight style if, if that was kind of what they were into and not sure. getting into the kind of chibi style of nine. And so that in some ways some people might not say nine is their favourite of the three in the same way, but technically it, it was better, whatever you think of the, sure. the the kind of other aspects of it. So, you know, throughout the generations that they that Josh is absolutely right, they kind of technically nail it on the third one and they make something fantastic.
0: Yeah, and that's something that I do want to address in a bigger, longer concast at some point, because um, I've been running through FF six a little bit recently in support of the new section. And you know, some of the just the mechanisms that are employed by that game I think deserve a concast all of their own. And the (laughs) child agrees. She's
2: just thinking about suplexing
1: the phantom sign. <laughs> that, funny you should mention that the uh, one of the re- um, in that recent Final Fantasy VI OC remix CD, uh, one of the remixes of Decisive Battle is called Train Suplex.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. It's, it's, yeah, and that's cool. actually
0: even another Final Fantasy VI topic that we could hit in depth at some sure, point. Sure. Yeah, it's a- we have had a ton of people in love with that album, both at Con and, you know, elsewhere, obviously. Yeah. That's very I, cool. I haven't even had time to get through the first disc yet, unfortunately.
2: Um, Speaking of the music wonderful. in Final Fantasy VI, I think that's a... Even without remixes, the original music is certainly a, a, one of the key factors of why it's so yeah. popular. And um, One thing I was thinking that I couldn't really remember the first time I played the game, but there's one thing I remember very vividly is... um the opera scene? For some reason, just... Well, not even the opera scene, just the really? opening. You know where the Magitek um, mm. yes. armor is walking through the snow right at the beginning, with that music. And for some reason, at that music, I just started crying. I don't know why. I love that music. It just it it's, it got to me somehow. So it it's a great it. tune. See, I think for me,
3: uh, I'm fairly mm. musically involved in general, so i i I actually you know really get a lot out of I think a lot of these soundtracks. But six is. I mean, most everyone who listens to Six will say it's head and shoulders above any soundtrack that came before it in the series. And uh, all the soundtracks that came after are, you know, they, they, it kind of seems like, you know, they they are descended from Six, really. And I think the difference listening to songs from Six as compared to the soundtracks from earlier titles is that in the earlier ones, you've kind of got your songs and like, oh, this song's going to play here or, you know, whatever. We got our little beboppy kind of mid-file thing going on. But in 6, it's almost like, yes, they've got the same sort of technical uh, limitations, but it, it almost seems like each tune is approached as 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 something that is trying to get an emotion across, that has something behind it. Each tune has uh, has a purpose to
1: it. It's not just, okay, now we need something to fill space when the guy's I, looking for it. I, I think older Final Fantasy songs had purpose to each tune as well, but I, I think that it's just the... You know, um, each tune, each song has uh, the character themes seem to fit the character, and the uh, emotional moments seem to have uh, music that resonates with them. And the sound technology is just better. If you look oh, at yeah. the, if you look at like the samples, if you look at the different songs in FF four, five, and six, I mean, they're all still SNES sound chips, but they they just. It just seems like more sophisticated sound technology. Yeah, it's, it's, in it's
2: a much better use of the of the chip, for sure. And I think DP's right to an extent. I mean, they, they were developing that in previous games, absolutely. But I think yeah, certainly the, the variety and, and the usage, this kind of cinematic usage in certain places, is I think stands a little above what they'd done before. And if yeah. you think about, yes, each character had had a theme in the past, but... Um, a lot of characters in 6 have at least a happy and a sad version of their theme as well which is kind of used to good effect in various places and that's something that you know tends to carry on you know if you look at if you look at 7 for instance i think most if not all of the characters you can give find a happy and a sad version of their theme songs and that's something that mm. that they well, just really I'm well
0: I'm going to be a little bit of a pariah here and say that I still prefer the Final Fantasy IV soundtrack to VI really? <laughs> overall. Really? But I will say that the ending theme for Final Fantasy VI is oh, yes. my single favorite piece of Final Fantasy music, period. I, and that that's <laughs> a cop-out since it pretty much absorbs you <laughs> it's, know, it's, it's half of the rest often. of the soundtrack. But that's really why it's dumb. so great, because yeah, yeah. it is... They, they take all these disparate parts and merge them in just so expertly. And yeah, there's that, a, a huge chunk of nostalgia there also. But well, perhaps the way that's they do we're... it is amazing.
2: I think this is one of the things about FF6 in general that we've kind of touched on a little bit, is that this was, in a way, square at the peak of their powers. Um they did things later in their career which were more technically impressive or had a more impressive story or were, you know, made use of the technology that was available, but at kind of this point where FF6 was released on the SNES, it was really something that stood head and shoulders above anything else in its genre, in a way. And that's something that, I mean, FF7 is more famous, but that's something that when you look at kind of a console's output as a whole, FF6 stands so high in the, in the SNES's output and what people were able to do with the SNES and the great things that mm. came out of the SNES. And I think that's something that kind of before or since Square have not quite been in quite the same echelon.
1: Yeah, well, no, uh, maybe. maybe. I mean, that, that's, that that depends on, you know... What yeah. era of of squares output you prefer to live in? But I I would agree in general. I mean, uh, Square had an incredible run with the sort of back end, the back half of the SNES's lifetime. And whenever you whenever anyone mentions the best Super Nintendo games, Final Fantasy VI is right up there with you know your Super Mario World and your Chrono Trigger and your Link to the Past. Yeah, it's absolutely. it's it's um it um among RPG fans that have played it, it is extremely popular it does a lot of things really well like we've talked about before it uh, is so I think it's almost it's almost a bridge I think between the older e- and newer eras of Final Fantasy sure. because it has these yeah. modern modern sensibilities of, of character customization and non-linearity
2: this, sorry. Sorry, the interesting thing is when I'm I'm kind of a big fan of FF7 in general but I have to acknowledge that for me FF6 stands the test of time better than 7 has you, know, you look at 7 now and it's it's kind of quite clearly of its time. I think as yeah, so yeah, many but... early PS1 era games tend to be. It, it kind of it looks old. It feels old. It's got a kind of dated, nasty translation about it. it. I mean, mid nineties yeah, polygons, yeah, polygons yeah. age poorly,
1: and FF six FF six is nice, clean mid nineties sprites, and FF seven yeah. is is ugly mid nineties polygons. So exactly, it's kind but of the, the pre rendered background backgrounds in FF seven still look good, though.
2: Well, yeah. they would if they weren't such at such a low resolution. Oh, yeah, yeah, fair. Kind of, <laughs> <laughs> if you ever played the PC version, you have these really crisp, albeit low-detail polygons on this washed-out background. <laughs> it just looks wrong. I,
3: I, do think you're, I do think you're right, though, because I think in a lot of ways, 6 was very much ahead of its time in what it was doing as far as character-driven story and, uh, yeah. and certainly the, the larger scope that they had. Uh, also the uh, the second half of the game being very open world. I think a lot of the, those certainly and other things were uh yeah, like like Laz said, I think it really is a bridge to the next generation, but as a result, I think it's you know, I think that also shows that it was very much ahead of its time. In a way, I don't think you could really yeah. say there's any other Final Fantasy game that is so much ahead of its time. Even if even if I look at again, I'm I'm a huge fan of Final Fantasy X, and I think in a lot of ways that Final Fantasy X helped sort of consolidate and perfect a lot of the elements that they were working with in the PS1 era titles Wrong. But, uh,
2: <laughs> that's the kind of direction they should have been pushing themselves in the whole time was to find that again that, that place where they could be kind of different from what other people were doing and put something out there that's ahead of what other people are doing there's more been out there since you know it's harder now but even mm-hmm. so those different. difficult I,
0: I'm going to go back to something Laz said a few minutes ago about how JRPG fans um, who have played Final Fantasy VI find it among the best. I'm going to make the statement that if you are, if you consider yourself a JRPG fan mm-hmm. and you have not played Final Fantasy VI, yeah, you, you're wrong. You got, you, you're need to, you need to fix fan. that. Uh, you simply should not be able to call yourself that if you have not played this game. D- uh, yeah,
2: absolutely, I, yeah. I think it would be it would be hard to make an argument against that. There's one thing that. I do find difficult going back and replaying FF6 now and that that I thing <laughs> is well I, you know I've never been a big fan of the whole um uh, you it, know random battles menu based <laughs> gameplay anyway but yeah the battle frequency not yep. not the concept of having to have random battles but the frequency is a bit on the high side like, <laughs> it's just if they could just if you could just half the you know, if I wanted to suggest someone to play F6, if there was a hack out there that just halved the enc rate, I would give them that. Sometimes it's the world map in particular. Like, I've got a town here, and I want to go to a town that's about four squares on the map to the left of it. And you're probably going to fight a battle on every one of those squares.
1: You know, one, uh, one thing I, I wish an RPG would do someday that I've thought about probably way too much is they should come out with a game that has random encounters but also gives you, like... A, uh, a meter to so you, the player can determine exactly how frequent he or she wants the random encounters to be. And yeah. and it, you would be punished if you, you could speedrun the game super fast but you'd be punished by being underleveled for boss
2: battles. It would be interesting to have it have kind of two sliders in a way to be able to say, I want more or fewer and I want them easier or harder. So you could actually say I'm going to level up just as much but I'm going to fight a harder battle half as often. I think uh, I'd prefer that.
1: I, I, would be okay with that. Really cool I would be
2: okay with that as long as uh, boss
1: battles run affected because I think
2: yeah, the yeah, designers yeah, should yeah. be able
1: to use boss battles as checkpoints for
2: player development and preference. Yeah, so. a- absolutely, to me. It's just the fact that you get out of a battle, you walk one square and it's... Ah! Just leave me alone! <laughs> I think one thing that's worth mentioning in terms of um, how much the plot tends to stand above with FF6, things that have gone before, and to some extent since, I think quite a bit of that owes to uh, the work of Mr. Woolsey in his translation. I mean, there's been, a lot of, um, there's been a lot of debate about how good that was, and, yeah, there's some strange mistakes and confusions and odd things that were mandated by censors of the time, but mm-hmm. it's possibly the first translation that really felt like it could have been written in English to begin with, that mm-hmm. the characters had a character, a way of speaking... <laughs> you kind of it read okay <laughs> and that's yeah. a huge compliment compared with a lot of translations that had been about at the time or after it or after FF7 was yeah. so much worse by oh, comparison to translation
3: and I mean remember Final Fantasy 6 was one to put that beautiful gem of uh, the world is square out there
2: it just works and it brings you into it and you don't really notice the translation which is something yeah. you can't say of something like FF7 where you go oh my God, who yeah. wrote that? FF Tactics
1: is bad original English translation. Is sometimes detracted from me, but now I, I've I've turned the corner on it. And now I sort of love the translation for its badness. <laughs> but that, yeah, with, I kind of uh,
0: miss it when I play yeah. uh, on my PSP or my iPad. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, no.
1: If, if I'm playing old FF Tactics, I'll be like, uh, I mean, th- especially the silly things people say when you send them out on little missions and they, they come back saying, "I had a good feeling," and thing <laughs> But I mean, th- th- it's not like that in FF Six at all. The both, the original uh, Super Nintendo translation, the the Woolsey one, was. I don't want to say innocuous, but you never really noticed the the badness of it even if it was something was very mistranslated. And uh it, it it comes across as having an interesting plot with good dialogue and appealing characters and it's it it uh it does some pretty radical things like the the great midpoint of the game which is yeah. which is you know the plot point everyone talks about the most. But uh it it, it it's I mean, it. I mean, a lot of the time you're fulfilling old expectations with how RPG's plots go, but then it, it has a couple twists that make it that much more interesting. And you can, and like if you're, I don't know, if you're writing a thesis on FF6 for whatever reason, you could, it, it has, you know, overarching themes you can talk about, character arcs that are really right. interesting that you can talk about. It's, yeah. it has, the FF6 story has a lot going for it. And, I mean, I, I I still almost tear up a little bit at the opera scene every time. Every time. Yeah,
3: it's very well done, really. And you see, again, you have sort of the same sort of ideas are central to the entire game, and it unites the party, but each character does sort of come out of it in a, in a different way. You know, even though Locke and Sign are both, say, facing a personal loss, they're both, you know, they, they come at it from different directions, yeah. and as a result, they look at it very differently. Or if you compare, say...
1: Uh, Celis and, uh, and Terra. One one character I want to talk about extremely briefly because I know we want to wrap this up soonish is is Shadow, who right from the right from the get go seems like just like whoa this guy's really cool and you get that he'll slit his mama's throat for a nickel line and it's but he, and he's always with you at a, uh, in a temporary nature like he's he comes and goes as he pleases and he's he's always coming and going and is really cool in combat and it's like man this he's a ninja named Shadow with a dog and he's awesome and because of it's almost like the shark in Jaws. Because you don't see him as often, and because he has an impact every time he appears, he just seems that much cooler as a result.
2: Well, it goes back, I think, partly to what I was saying about technology. Um, All of this to do with the kind of number and the quality of the characters and the kind of... the nature of the Shadow Secrets and how difficult it is to find some of them. These days, it's much harder to kind of make a game and then hide the content away because it's <laughs> it's sort of you're spending so much investment on art assets and production to get this stuff out there you, a lot of people i think almost feel they have to make sure you're experiencing all the neat stuff that was made and um mm. this was the great thing about the position they were in with the snes was that they could just develop a load of stuff the the technology was there for them they'd it was probably not that expensive to, you know, create a character's story. and Compared to nowadays, definitely. Yeah, and you could yeah. just, you could have this content as something that, you know, unless you're using walkthroughs, you might find a third or a fourth or a fifth time through and give it that extra depth to it. You know, I've said before in relation to FF7 in particular that my favorite stories are the ones where it seems like you don't know the whole story, and mm-hmm. FF6 has plenty of that, that, that in some cases is in the game, but you just might not even discover it the first few times.
3: Yeah, and there's, I mean, there's and there's plenty of stuff that is just open-ended too that that isn't in the game.
1: I mean, I first played Final Fantasy VI. It was the third one I played, but unlike DP, I went forward in the series rather than backward. <laughs> I and uh, I, I played it once, probably I don't know, probably I was ten, nine or ten in '95 or so, and then the second time, and then multiple times over the years, but I most recently played the GBA version just a few months ago, around the same time I was playing Final... F- uh, around the time I was playing Skyrim and Vesperia. And I know... and I-, I used some guides for things like, uh... for, like, character stats, and what Espers gave you what bonuses, and the new content in this in the GBA version. And I realized that it was... that was not something I even remotely care- cared about when I was 10. I-, I played it very differently when I was 10 and when I was 27, and... FF6 is the kind of game that can make it more rewarding or equally rewarding to play it in different ways.
0: You know, I, I was four years older than you when I played it for the first time, and I don't think that I have ever played the game seriously and taken full advantage of the uh, Esper bonuses at all. Yeah, I, I've
1: only done that once, and it was two or three months ago.
0: I, I also played through it in support of the section again, and when I played through it, I played through it on an emulator... And I played through it at uh, 200% speed minimum. <laughs> and I played through it with a code breaker code, so every time I got into a random battle, the enemies would automatically die. That was fun. Well, that's, yeah, that's the slider I was...
1: that we could use in regular RPGs nowadays. Just game speed maximum at 300%. Auto kill.
2: Well, you often find these days when they have difficulty settings, the easiest one is just labeled as something like, just story, just give me a story. I don't want to... mode! Yeah. <laughs> well, I kind of feel like that for Final Fantasy. And, you know, the, the strange thing is the only Final Fantasy game I've played twice through from beginning to end is Final Fantasy VIII. I was particularly theme. annoyed by the gameplay even compared to a normal Final Fantasy. And I was particularly annoyed by the story. So I wanted to isolate where the real problem was so i just played it through with a load of cheats and it just worked a lot better i mean (laughs) the story was still bogus in a lot of places but it was a lot less irritating so when you're not working so hard to experience this bogus story if you know what i mean no i think you're right with, with ff6 it does give you a kind of it's something you can enjoy in a casual sense as long as you're not too annoyed by the random battles. And it's something you can enjoy from a kind of stato grinding sense if you want to. So I've I often kind of wished I could rediscover with a lot of games that the kind of innocence with which you sometimes first play a game or yeah. a type of game. And just the kind of, I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to see what press buttons and see what happens and <laughs> be impressed by what this is going to throw at me.
1: Yeah. yeah, FF6 is, you know, the nuances of its gameplay are exactly as deep as you want it to be. But you're still stuck with all those random battles.
2: <laughs> yeah. I,
0: I noticed uh, a great deal of things in my most recent playthrough for Advance. But yeah, I think there's just so much nuance to it that you can get into, and we should get into again soon.
3: Certainly is something, I mean, we talked about how, you know, everyone who is a serious fan of RPGs needs to have played Final Fantasy VI. And as we're, of course, getting further and further away from it, uh, I think, you know, obviously there's going to be more RPG fans who haven't played Final Fantasy VI. So I guess, uh, I mean, hopefully it is something that will continue to be available. And hopefully in that respect, maybe uh, the, uh, the updated con walkthrough and uh, all that material can, uh, you know, help keep it available in that regard as well.
2: Well, as I've said, I, I think it's a game that, relative to a lot of uh, older and newer games, has aged particularly well. It just doesn't... It looks like it could be someone making a game now in a sort of retro style, if you know what I mean. It's yeah, no, it has, it has too, modern sensibilities, even though it's a 1994 yeah. game. It's not something that reeks of being old the instant you play it.
0: I think on the occasion of this new anniversary and uh, this new coverage, I think it's a good time for everybody to step back into this game and give it another try and think about the things that they haven't thought about in terms of Final Fantasy VI for however many years. Um, As I said in the last Concast, I think the new coverage will allow us to cover five different releases of this game. Uh, SNES, um, Wii, Virtual Console, GBA, PSX. PlayStation Network, all of them will be covered by uh, what we've got on the site now, so you really don't have an excuse. Is the Wii
2: Virtual Console any different from the SNES? No, it, it's, no, it's, it's an, identical it's an emulated SNES version. S-
0: yeah, same with the PSN version. It's actually a port of the PSX, but with fewer load times.
2: So really, you're peddling five when you've done three.
1: No, you've done two, because it's only really GBA and Super Nintendo in terms of differing in content.
2: Oh, sorry, yeah, too. but I'll tell you sorry. what: how many people
0: are actually playing on a legit snes nowadays?
1: Very few, but I would wager a, a solid number of con members are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> probably if they've uh, changed the batteries out on their cart. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah. they're probably maybe, not maybe
1: cleaned perfect. out the uh, bars with rubbing alcohol or something too, <laughs> yeah. or the prongs.
0: But yeah, um, thanks a lot, you guys. Uh, it was nice to have the uh, original Concast group back, especially for a cast like this. Yeah. So uh, thank you all for making the time off of schedule. It and...
2: was a pleasure. Happy to yeah, have I'm them. sure it
0: was. And yeah, definitely nice to have DP back after all this time. And Laz, you're almost always around. Yeah, you you for... just can't get rid
1: of me. I'm like I'm <laughs> like the for, glitter uh, yeah. of Concast panelists. You well, just, just can't you just can't be. shake me.
2: Josh is the only one who's been in every Concast now, I think, though. No, I'm not. Well, Yeah, because
0: nobody else is available to uh, edit, so <laughs> I have to be here to record.
3: <laughs> Get away from that like the plague. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, enjoy your anniversary, and play Final Fantasy 6, and we will be back on schedule pretty soon. Yeah. Thanks
3: a lot. Happy anniversary! See ya! Hey.
0: And that'll do it for our special hastily recorded, hastily edited, off-schedule ConCast celebrating our Conniversary and the re-release of the Final Fantasy VI content on the site. We'll be back on schedule soon. We'll leave you today with the grand finale version of Terra from, of course, Final Fantasy VI. As always, you can find us at cavesofnarsh.com or on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, and possibly somewhere else. It's hard to tell now. But always under Caves of Narsh. Thanks again for listening and your continued support. Take care. Bye.